Hey guys, welcome to Caitlin's Not-So-Secret Diary. Today we're going to be talking about what it's like being with someone that's in the military. So I have a bunch of questions that typically people ask and I'm kind of going to answer. There are way more things that I did not even get to include. This might be a two-part, three-part, I don't know. But it's just the main things that I've heard. Um, so I just kind of wanted to answer it based on how I felt and what I go through in my experience. So if you don't know, um, I have been in a relationship with someone for almost four years. And he is currently in the United States Marine Corps. And he's been in for a little bit now. He's still got some time to go but he's been in for quite a little bit. So I have some questions that um, people typically ask or assume or anything like that that I was gonna answer here. All right, so the first question that we normally get or just everybody in general, it's, I don't know how you do it. I could never be with someone who's gone all the time. Well, it definitely is hard being with someone who's gone all the time, um, but it's not impossible. It really comes down to what the two of you want, and if that's something you guys want and you want to be together, then you're going to do everything to be together. Um, and it really doesn't matter if you're in the same house, far away, across the world, anything like that what you want you're gonna go out and follow so it's really up to you <laughs> um, so if you really don't want that person just because they're far then that's you and then I hope you find someone that you do really want that's super close to you um, the next question we get is do you get lonely yeah you get lonely you definitely do um, for me I definitely do get lonely just because he's literally my best friend. I literally tell him everything, gossip, drama, how I feel, what happened, literally my best friend. So when he's gone or we can't speak sometimes, it's kind of like something's just completely missing. Um, but you definitely do get lonely, but that's why you gotta have, you know, kind of a backup system where it's like your friends and you can hang out or just you know facetime or do whatever and you also can have you know some family but every situation is different but for me i always have to have you know someone else in my corner that when he's not here i'm able to still talk to what does he do for the military he's in artillery you can look it up look at the big things that they shoot it's crazy there's not much to it, one, because I get confused when he talks about it sometimes, and two, it's not like a super crazy job. I mean, it's very hard, and I'm so proud of what he does, but there's not like so much into it. There's a very few things you need to know, and you could definitely look those up, because even still, I get a little bit confused. Okay, next question bothers me so much. Does he kill people? Um, 
No, he does not kill people. Um, that's especially because he's not, like, infantry or, like, directly in combat service and stuff like that. He's not in that, like, area at all. But, if he was, this is what makes me so mad, if he was, and there are a lot of other service members that are, why would you want to ask somebody that, you know? And nor do they probably want to talk about it. So I just suggest not asking that question. But, in my case, no, he does not. Do you ever worry he's going to cheat on you? I think this question has nothing to do with being a military spouse. Um, this is solely based on who you are and who you're with. This could be anybody, no matter what job you have. I'm not going to be with someone if I have to worry about them cheating on me. Whether we live together and he's going out and do things, or we're still separate and he's still going out and hanging out, or he's far away in the military. That, like, it has to do with the person. And also you as well, because it's not always the other person who cheats. There are a lot of people that stay home and cheat as well. But that's not the case here. And I don't have to worry about him. So it has nothing to do with if he was in the military or not. Because if he was home, if he was, you know, around, I still wouldn't worry about that because that's the person I chose to be with. And I wouldn't want to be with someone I have to worry about. This next one really isn't a question, it's kind of a statement. It says, I heard everybody in the military cheats. Okay. I know that the military has a lot of rumors and myths and just a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Now, I'm not going to lie, it definitely happens. You do see a lot of cheating because whatever, for whatever reason that they do, whether it be the distance, they're not happy, whatever it may be, it's within their own relationship. It totally does happen. I do see it often, but always, again, that might not have to do with being in the military. Yeah, distance can cause a lot of that, but if you're going to cheat on someone who's far trying to support you and trying to support this country, then you got to look at yourself as a person. If you don't want to be with them, just end it and then do what you got to do. Why do you got to do it while you're together? So yeah, it does happen. But not everybody in the military cheats. You have a few that cheat, but mostly they're all good guys and good girls, so you just gotta find the right one. Are you guys rich? Are you guys poor? How much does he make? Alright, just look up the military pay chart. They have them online. You can look at any branch, any rank, anything, and it gives you their pay. So you can do that. But just remember when you ask people this question, they're not coming up to you and asking how much you make and your personal info. And honestly, 
for whatever you do, you're probably not on public record that you could just search up your exact salary. Yeah, they give you averages for where you live and things like that, but usually there's never a specific chart for your job. There's a few, but just look it up instead of asking someone someone's personal information. But you can look it up anywhere. They even give you like a BAH calculator. Um, BAH is basically money allowance for housing and you can look it up if you would really like to be nosy. But go ahead. Um, the next question is, do you get everything for free? I don't even know where this came from. No. <laughs> the answer is no. They need to pay for everything that they need. You know, uniforms, food, everything. Um, they need to pay for it. So we definitely don't get anything for free. Next one is, do you have to live on base? Um, for some instances, you do. And for that, I mean, like, if you guys are overseas, sometimes they have it in order that you need to live on a base just because you're not getting, like, a visa or something like that. So if you're on his order, sometimes you do have to be living on base and where they tell you. But if you're, you know, in the States, you usually do have the option to live on or off base and you can pick whichever one. The next one is when are you, oops, sorry, what are you going to do when he deploys? Well, actually he's deployed right now for me. Um, so what am I going to do right now? Well, basically, I started these podcasts to kind of talk. I'm the type of person that is just really good at talking things through to myself. Um, I'm not the best communicator, but I do like to just talk things out, kind of look at all my options. So I thought, you know, instead of talking to myself to literally nothing, might as well make a podcast and then other people can see what's going on in my head and you know it's also a good thing for me to look back on and see what was going on with my thoughts but what am I going to do that's what I'm going to do kind of keep myself busy um your life does have to go on my life strongly revolves around our relationship because I choose for it to be because it's very important to me but I do you know have to continue on I still have college classes, still have a job to maintain, you know, dinners and cleaning and all this other stuff, and then you kind of pick up like a little bit of hobbies here and there, like for one, this podcasting, you can also find Caitlin's Not-So-Secret Diary on Facebook where I can go live and kind of hang out and post things, so I kind of do things to keep myself busy as well as I can hang out with my friends, um, and my family tries to include me and things just a little bit more when they know he's not around. The next one is how long does he deploy for? Well, usually it's anywhere between 6 and 12 months. Um, there's also, you know, small things that they have to do, small trainings that they have to do. 
uh, before they deploy or just, you know, go in the field to get more training. Um, and those things can be, you know, a week or so, some can be a month, and a little bit extensive training could be about three months. But usually deployments can last up to 12 months, but you can never know. Are deployments like long business trips? No, not at all. Not at all. I just, uh, there's no words for that one. It's not like a business trip. Nothing that they do is even compared to a business trip and everything that they give up to be here for the country and do what they need to do is nothing compared. Do you guys get to talk when he's deployed? Um, every deployment's different because you could be, you know, in a place where there's really no service or international where you can't really communicate that well or there's somewhere you're on boats for months and, you know, there's no service when you're on a boat in the middle of the water. So it really depends for this specific deployment that he's going through right now, we are able to talk. Um, you know, we have to use like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp um, because it's international, but we're able to talk. The only thing is, is there's a huge time difference. He's 13 hours ahead of me. So when I'm sleeping, he's awake and vice versa. So we do get to talk, but one of us is getting up early or one of us is staying up really late just to make that happen. But it's honestly worth it if you want to talk to that person. So yeah, we get to talk, but you know, depending on where he's deployed can change that for service reasons. And then also where he's deployed could change that for time zone issues. The next one, are you afraid he's going to die? I'm always afraid of that. I worry about him constantly, every single day. Um, especially during the times that, you know, he's training or deployed like this. I worry every single day. But I also don't talk about it because it's not something that I want to always think about. So I try to avoid that. But is it in the back of my mind? Of course, I worry and I'm nervous every day. But it's just something you gotta get through and everything will be okay. Are you used to him being gone all the time? The word used to um, doesn't really work for me. No, I'm not used to it. I will never be used to that. Is it something that happens and I know it's gonna happen? Yeah, but I'm never going to be like, oh, it's fine, you know, I'm used to it, he's gone, I'm okay here, you could do that, and I could be here doing this, like, no, I'm never going to be used to it, it's just something that is required while, you know, the distance and just being in the military for our situation right now. Will you move a lot? For us, no, we won't move a lot. Um... He's usually in his permanent spot, except when they do trainings and stuff. But for trainings, we don't move because they're not permanent and they're not a really long-term thing. Like I said, some can be about a week 
and then it could go up to you know a few months but it's nothing crazy that they want to move your whole family new housing new all this because it's just something that they do and they'll be away for a while and then they end up coming back so that's one instance that they're gone and then the other one would be deployed depending on what it is if you're going to a war zone and things like that some deployments you can go to but you have to be married you have to be on his orders and it has to be listed that you're going so it can't be you're going to like a combat zone or anything like that and it has to be a specific amount of time if it's very short they don't want to move everything and make you lose everything and switch your whole way of life just for a short period of time so it would have to be very long but everything it depends on the person the job the timing there's so much that goes into it different branches are different but for us no we're not going to be doing a lot of moving because when he moves we don't because he's only gone for a little bit here and there and then if not he's in his permanent spot do you guys get a say in where you live no we don't if you're suggesting what the question was before whether we live on base or off base i already answered that usually most of the time speaking on my own situation you do have a choice if you want to live on or off base if you're talking about where you want to live in general in terms of like state which you know place you want to go to which base you want to go to no that is not decided they decide that for you sometimes depending on what it is what branch different things like that you are given like an option for where you would like to go and sometimes people definitely do get where they would like to go some people don't get any of their options so it really depends i know for his specific situation it was history options it really wasn't like anything specific it was would you like east coast west coast or would you like to be you know kind of overseas and not in the states like that so he put east coast down for his first one because we live on the east coast west coast and then you know further away was his last one he did end up getting his first choice he is on the east coast it's not super close, but it's still, you know, it works for us. Um, but you can see those choices that he gave are not specific at all. There are many, many states and many bases within East Coast versus West Coast. So it's it doesn't narrow anything down at all. So you really don't have a say in what you want. Sometimes it asks for opinions, but it's very rare that you even get what your opinion is. <laughs> this one is really funny. It says, can he push his deployment back so he'll be here for blank? That's hilarious. Because the military controls everything. They don't... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have a birthday, if you have childbirth, if you have a wedding, if you have anything like that. If you're going on a deployment, you're going on a deployment. It does not matter at all. You cannot change anything. You're part of that deployment, you're going. Um, so, wishful thinking that you'll be able to go, but definitely usually not the case.
when does he get out? Well, for his specific case, he is four years active duty and four years non-active. So technically his total contract is eight years, but if we're looking at specifically active, he's almost halfway done with his active contract. The next two, I have two more. Are you going to work while he's active duty? I definitely do work. Um, it also depends on everybody's situation, you know, financial situation, job market, if you have kids, depending on his schedule, like what needs to get done. Um, for me, I do continue having a job, um, but we also aren't married. So because we aren't married, we cannot like move in together because as a non-married military marine um you have to live on base in the barracks until you are married then you are forced to get your own housing they won't supply it whether the housing be on base or off base but you definitely can't live in the barracks with everybody else that's not married um so since we aren't together I don't really have to worry about any of those things, so I can kind of have my separate work life and he can have his separate work life and we still continue to work. Uh, but the next question is, it must be hard to keep a career when you're moving around all the time. I'm not moving around all the time because like I said, you know, we don't really do a lot of moving and also like I just said, we don't live together, but it is hard to keep a career because we do plan on doing stuff in the future, so we would like to move in together, we would like to get married, and for that, it kind of holds back my career just a little bit, and I'm also okay with that, specifically for the reason of it's kind of going to put myself on hold, just because what I do is music education, and there's not many schools colleges that offer music education so I am going for my bachelor's right now and the closest thing the closest college to his base since we don't get to pick and we don't get to move the closest one is about an hour and a half so it would be very difficult to constantly you know travel an hour and a half every day to get to those schools and because it is specific music education it's not a remote learning degree it's more hands-on and you need to be a part of it so for me I need to decide for myself um, do I want to stop because I have two years left to get my bachelor's I'm halfway done um, do I want to stop the two years and then he has two years left in his active contract so I stop and I live with him for two years and then we come back home and then I finish my bachelor's and then I can get a teaching job. So, you know, that's just pushing me back two years. Um, so I really have to decide if that's something I would do. But if I did move down there, it would mean that I have to stop my college career, which would then push back my future work career just because you need to have a bachelor's in order to do the teaching job that I would like. 
so that does push my career. So it'd be a little bit on hold. But also, with that being said, even though I wouldn't be able to take my college classes and get a teaching job, I would still get another job that does not require that degree in whatever field, I'm not sure, whatever's available, things like that, that works for us, but I would definitely also be getting a job unrelated or related to teaching. It's something without the degree since I need to bring in, you know, some income as well. So that's kind of where we're standing at. And then also to be able to move down there, we need to be married. We always discussed getting married. It's not we're only doing it because we want to live together. It's just something that goes hand in hand for us, but it's also a requirement to move down there with the military. But I don't want to make it seem like I'm only doing it so that we can get a house. No, it was going to happen regardless. So we just really have to take that next step and actually apply what we want and do something. Everything's very hard because we work on the military's time. It's what they say, what they want, what he's got to do. It's basically up to the military. Of course, we have, you know, things we want to do, but it doesn't always work. It is very sad sometimes because he misses events, holidays, things like that. So it does get a little upsetting for me, and I would just love to make that all go away and just live with him. But then that is sacrificing where my family is, my schooling, losing my job over here and kind of dropping my life for the next few years to be with him, which I'm okay with. But it's just a big move. You're stopping your whole life and trying to make a new one and then kind of come back together and make your life together. So it's a big step, a lot of commitment, a lot of thought, a lot of saving money. It's a lot that goes into it. So we really have to, you know, think about it and make the right decision that's good for both of us so that he'll be successful, I'll be successful, and we'll both be happy and healthy and really worry about each other. Because yes, at the end of the day, we want to get married. Yes, we want to live together. But we always have to think about the future. And you know, if it wasn't right to do it right now and wait on it and wait till his contract's up, then that's something that would have to be. But, it could also work out to just pause my life. Because it doesn't end it, it doesn't stop it completely, it's just a little pause to make it work together and to be closer and to kind of remove some of those, um, some of those things that have been going on and, you know, missing events and holidays and being lonely. I mean, you're always going to be lonely because they always have training, they always have work, they always have these things to do. But at least you're not hundreds of thousands of miles away. So we will be discussing that more just to see how everything goes. But I'm very hopeful that everything will work out. And even if it's not moving and pausing my life, I'm sure we'll be just fine because we've been doing it. For so long already that I'm sure it will be just fine the way it is. We all want things, but sometimes you can't do everything that you want. But we're gonna try to do the best that we can 
that's good for us, good for our relationship, but also good for our personal selves and what our goals are in life, as well as like finances and all those things. So we're going to make it work. Those are pretty much our top questions that I found that people are always asking what it's like to be a military spouse. Those are kind of my answers. Remember, everything is different for the specific person as well as specific to what branch of the military you're in, what their job is, where you are. There are so, so, so many different things that go into this, but I just answered it true to be in my situation as well as the general answer to things. So I hope that kind of helps and gives you an idea of what it's like. I'm going to try to get more questions and other things that kind of fall into this category and we can talk about it more. Um, but that was pretty much it for just like the first little one to kind of, you know, dip my toes into it. And we can always go more into detail about, you know, who my boyfriend is and our relationship itself. We can go more into the military stuff. We can go into a lot. Because like the title is, and what my podcast is called, it's Caitlin's Not-So-Secret Diary. So it's basically anything I think about, anything that's going on in my life, I kind of just share it. Everything's not public. I don't share everything. But it's basically like my diary that everybody can listen to. And if you like these podcasts, you can also check out the Facebook page. I go live, sometimes do makeup, just hang out, or I post memes and things like that. And that's on Facebook, and it's the same title, Caitlin's Not-So-Secret Diary. You can also follow me on Instagram, Caitlin underscore heart, K-A-I-T-L-Y-N underscore H-E-A-R-T. And that is also, my Instagram is also the same as my Snapchat, if you want to add that. So hopefully we can do more and I can make more podcasts about it and we'll just go from there. So I hope you enjoyed. Have a good day.